Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days in the podcast. Didn't expect to say that halfway through the day on Tuesday. I hope your Tuesday started a lot better than mine did. Mine started with Max Freed of the Braves giving up six runs and eight hits over just three and a third innings. I didn't see it coming. Then I followed that up a couple hours later with Justin Verlander, the Astros, giving up six runs, 10 hits over just four innings of baseball. I didn't see that one coming. So I guess in a way, I'll take the depressing losses over the gut-wrenching losses. Yeah, that's better than a bloop and a blast in the fifth to beat me, but wow, never saw those stat lines coming at all. So we lost both of those games, but then the evening session was kind to us. We cash in the Yankees under the two and a half. Yeah, Josh Donaldson missed that home run by about an inch, but I'll take it. A win's a win. We'll cash the ticket. And then in the night camp, I had said on the podcast yesterday that Mike Clevenger's splits were like the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. So I had a nice big bowl of ice cream to wrap up the day as we cashed the Dodger ticket times two. We played the Dodgers on the podcast at a plus 130, a very nice winner there for us. And then by the time you backed it on Twitter, we had to lay a minus 105, big line movement, but we cash it twice and we end up with $89.76 in profit for the day. And now we move on to the next. So small card again on Wednesday, we have one bet in college football, and then we have only two games on the Major League Baseball card. So let's lead off in college football. It is Louisiana at Marshall. So the thundering herd after they beat Notre Dame 26-21, Things have gone downhill a little bit. They lost in overtime to Bowling Green, and then they lost by nine on the road at Troy before bouncing back to beat Gardner-Webb solidly by 21 last time out. Then on the other side for Louisiana, after a 13-1 season, they lost their head coach Billy Napier to Florida, and they also lost a ton of talent. This year has been much more challenging. They've been competitive. They've been playing tough, but they're not winning. They have a two and three record with three consecutive losses, a 12 point loss at Rice, a four point loss at Louisiana Monroe. And then last week at their homecoming, they lost by three points to South Alabama. So the Ragin' Cajuns have been rotating quarterbacks, but we will likely only see one tonight with the other out with an injury. I'm not really sure if that's good or bad. QB rotations are always a little bit of a mess to begin with. Louisiana does rank 114th in total offense 
averaging just 327.6 yards per game. On the other side, Marshall, they rank fourth in the nation against the run. They're 13th in total defense, and they are 17th in points allowed. Bottom line, they have a really good D against a really bad offense tonight. Meanwhile, the Thundering Herd, they can also run the football. They're 15th in the nation, averaging 224 yards per game on the ground, and that's been without Rasheen Ali. Last stat here for you, Louisiana ranks second in turnover margin, and once again, I always think a metric like that should level out for a non-elite team. So advantage there once again to Marshall. So it's a national TV game. It's a home game for Marshall. It's blackout night. It's their inaugural Sun Belt home game. We have a revenge angle. They have an excellent running game. They have a good defense. So give me the thundering herd of Marshall in the first half, minus the six and a half. Now let's get to Major League Baseball. No lines are out yet for the run line or the team totals, I should say. Game number one on the card is Philadelphia at Atlanta. First five, the Braves are favored by a half a run at a plus 115. And the totals at three and a half weighted a minus 120 to the over. But once again, no team totals are out yet. If either team gets posted at two and a half, I'll take the under. I like both pitchers in this one. If both are posted at one and a half, like I would expect, I'm going to play the Phillies once again under the one and a half. I'm not going to be influenced by yesterday's scoring. I should believe in the Phillies. I get it. But I still believe in good pitching, beating good hitting. For Atlanta today, it's Kyle Wright getting the call for the Braves. He's 21 and five on the season a 3.19 ERA, a 1.16 whip. He gave up eight runs at Oakland on September the 7th, so that inflates a lot of the metrics we like to look at, like the last seven numbers. His home numbers for the season have been solid with a 2.86 ERA. He does have three starts against the Fighting Phillies already this year, a 2-1 and record, 19 innings pitched, six runs allowed for a 2.84 ERA. Wright is having a breakthrough season thanks to the curveball. His usage has increased from 14% last year to 34% this year. The Phillies overall can hit the curve, but they've had trouble with Wright's curve with a 130 batting average against him this season. I'll post the final wager in the show notes, but I'm expecting to be on the Phillies under the one and a half in the first five. Next up on the card, the final game on the card. It is the San Diego Padres at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Game one is still in progress as we record this, so I'm completely blind to the line for this one tomorrow. It's Kershaw against Darvish. I expect the Padres to be at one and a half runs. Set a half a run, I'm off the play. I expect the Dodgers to be at two and a half runs. I'm very tempted to play the Dodgers under the two and a half after watching Darvish pitch a gem against the Mets in the playoffs. Darvish had four starts this year against the Dodgers. Three good, one bad with a 2.52 ERA. Freeman and Turner do have some really good splits against Darvish, so I'm going to stay away from that unless, once again, the Padres are at half a run. Meanwhile, Clayton Kershaw has a 0.75 ERA against the Padres this year over 12 innings pitched. Both of those starts were before the big trade. Soto has just one hit against Kershaw, but it was a homer. Machado has hit three homers out of his nine hits against Kershaw. So the home run rate for the Padre lineup against Kershaw scares me a bit. But with a 1.54 ERA over the last seven, tons of playoff experience. And let's face it, Clayton Kershaw is one of the best pitchers of my lifetime. 
I'm going to take the Padres under the one and a half in the first five. Once again, we'll post that in the show notes. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday in college football. We're going to play the Marshall Thundering Herd minus the six and a half in the first half against Louisiana. In Major League Baseball, we expect to be on the Philadelphia Phillies under the one and a half in the first five, and we expect to be on the San Diego Padres under the one and a half in the first five. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.